News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Well, now, another familiar figure has dropped into studio. I haven't seen her for ages. Celine Daly, who's an advanced nurse practitioner in dermatology. Uh, good morning, Celine. Good morning. It's great to be seen. Uh, you're going to talk about, you know, <laughs> uh, scratching that itch. Scratching that itch. So I'm talking about scabies. So um, apparently there's been an increase in the incidence of scabies. So we know that the Health Service Protection Centre, the HSBC in Ireland, has reported an increase of 27 outbreaks in 2023 compared to only nine in 2022. Now, unofficially and unscientifically, I've never had so many phone calls about scabies in my life. Why? So it, What's happening? I, we don't know specifically. There is a theory from the UK that there has been a shortage of which is the most common type of um, treatment topically for scabies. Another theory, which is, hasn't been based on any fact yet, is is the scabie might become resistant to our topical treatments. There's nothing to say it has yet. Yeah. Um, okay, and well, what is it COVID. though? Is it a living creature? It is. It's a living creature that only affects humans, thankfully. So it's been around since, well, forever. And Aristotle described it as the lice of the flesh. But I think if anyone's had scabies, no, that's exactly what it is. So the World Health Organization has stated there's about 455 million cases of scabies per year. It's more common the elderly teenagers and children and yes it's common places that are poor with you know poor um, hygiene but it happens absolutely everywhere it happens in industrialised countries wealthy countries typically in family um, in family homes so teenagers or children that get scabies You mean if one person has it everyone Everybody has it so if one person has scabies you can just count everyone in the house has to be treated How is it transmitted then? Skin to skin contact and prolonged skin to skin contact so quick handshake shouldn't mean that you get scabies from somebody it's prolonged skin contact um, however, so if, if you're sleeping in a bed with somebody, absolutely, uh, you're going to get uh, it from children if they have it. Children who are playing hugging. together. Have you been in the playground with children and seen them? They're all over each other. So that's how children get head lice quite easily. Same with teens. Hyperactive teens are all over each other and can pass on scabies mm. to each other. Now, will you talk me through the life cycle of? This yes, little this mite. is really important. So um, the scabies mite, um, the female mates with the male. The male just goes off and dies and the female burrows away into your skin, down to your stratum corneum. Does the male know what lies ahead? <laughs> he does. So it just goes <laughs> off. It does, does, does duty. goes off, dies. And then the female lays about two to three eggs per day. And sh- each scabies mite, a female, has about a two-month lifespan. So uh, they hatch after about two to five days and after about three weeks, they are full mature adults and that's the cycle starting again. Now, the really important point is that the itch is not from them biting us. People think the scabies mite is biting us and that causes itch. No, it's actually from a TH1 mediated hypersensitive reaction in your immune system to, to scabies. What's that in normal speak? Their wee, their poo and the shells of their eggs uh, cause a reaction so in your immune system. not a bite at all. It's actually their living being on you that triggers your immune system to do what it should do. So your immune system goes, oh, there's something here living on me. I have to scratch myself to help mm. destroy these scabies. Now, now, one of the things when I was reading up about this in preparation for our mm. conversation yesterday, I found myself scratching. Yes. I mean, it, when you start reading or talking, I know there are people in cars and listening at home and they're scratching at the moment. Yes, and it's that, that psychodermatology we've spoken about before. So it's that link between the mind and the skin. So our mind is doing what it should do. We perceive a threat. We're talking about scabies. So in, instantly we start to itch. That's to protect ourselves. But also people suffer from depression when they get scabies because they're embarrassed. They feel that they're dirty, that they've caught this somewhere. And there's no need to be embarrassed. This is very common and is affecting a lot of people at the moment. Yeah. But people are embarrassed about it, aren't they? They are embarrassed. And, you know, the, the thing about it is it's to know the signs of it, to present your GP and ask your GP for advice. Now, um, it doesn't affect 
uh, the the face, the face. The, the, typically the not unless it's extremely bad circumstances so it doesn't affect the face actually each adult who has scabies only has about 10 to 20 mites on their body which isn't that much actually however um, the elephant in the room is the crusted scabies or Norwegian scabies this typically happens to immunocompromised patients particularly older people in nursing homes and this is disaster and it does happen so if you have crusted scabies if your immune system is low or weak you don't get that TH1 med- mediated um, scratching and you have no sign of a rash and literally the scabies just keep having babies on you until you have about 4,000 scabies um, per gram of skin, which is about a million scabies in your body when it's crusted and you are a source of infection then. And mm. typically this happens in nursing homes and it is disastrous because you have to treat everybody in the nursing home. Um, how would someone with scabies know they had it? I mean, obviously a scratch, but lots of things can make you scratch. You know? Absolutely. If you have eczema, it's going to be scratchy and itchy, sometimes psoriasis or if you're allergic to medication, for example. Um, but typically scabies comes or scabies rash can be diagnosed if no, if you've no, no history of skin disease, if you have a sudden onset of rash, if it's itchy or you have that mm. rash in your groins, under your arms, in between the websites of your fingers, you may see burrows or a rash and that scabies or if somebody else at home is scratching. So if it's a new onset of rash, somebody else at home is scratching as well it could be scabies really important to go to your GP or go down to your pharmacy for advice as well there's a specific way to treat this so the science tells us in the 1980s discovered you can catch scabies from clothing from bed clothes and from ordinary clothes as well so swapping jumpers and all that kind of stuff you can actually catch scabies from that but also if you don't treat yourself you are just going to uh, continue to have the scabies outbreak. So if, it, for example, there's 10 or 5 students in a house, if there's 4 um, people in a family, everyone has to treat their skin for scabies if one person is diagnosed. So pick your night, Monday night, Tuesday night. You cover your skin every square millimetre from the neck down with the topical insecticide your pharmacy will give you. Make sure you have enough. They come in sometimes 30 gram tubes. Now my husband's 6 foot 7. A tube wouldn't cover his leg. So it's really important <laughs> to know that you have to cover from the neck down, down below. I had a phone call from someone last week and they just put the treatment on their arms and legs it's everywhere so you have to cover everywhere the only time a nurse will tell you not to wash their hands is now so just before you go to bed pop it on absolutely everywhere and pop it on your hands last and under your nails because you are scratching so the scabies is living quite happily under your nails so put all over your hands and get into bed go to sleep when you get up in the morning wash off then bag all your clothes anything you can't wash you bag it and seal it you wash it 60 degrees if you can and then you repeat that whole process seven days after really importantly if you think you have scabies or if you have a new onset rash do not visit grandparents in a nursing home because if you pass this on it is an absolute disaster when it comes but, to I mean they don't jump they don't jump it's long contact however again if it's granny or granted in the bed and you're giving them a nice long hug and yeah. you've got scabies you could transmit it over mm. so it's really important not to do now, that Now uh, there are so many different kinds you mentioned the, the Norwegian one which uh, seems pretty horrible mm. Um Bullus scabies, nodular scabies, scabies incognito. Incognito, which is a very interesting name. Scabies incognito is where, again, you might present to a GP and they think you just have an eczema rash and they might give you a course of oral steroids, but that then suppresses your immune system. The rash goes away, but you still have the scabies who are happily proliferating on your body in the event that your immune system is dipped. Mm. So again, it's about getting that diagnosis correct. If you have a rash, if you haven't gotten anywhere with it, make sure you go and see a consultant dermatologist. So I know there's very long wait at the moment, but you can go to say all of you healthcare uh, get, put them into your, your Chrome search bar and they're all over Ireland now and offering a service for dermatology don't sit at home just continuously treating your skin because if you keep putting insecticide on week after week and day after day you're going to induce an eczema rash and then you won't know what you'll have um, There can be obviously psychological distress from people 
Absolutely huge. So again, you feel like there's something crawling on your skin and um, it can feel dirty. And then what happens is people just overtreat themselves. You can get this thing called a post scabie itch as well. And that's where in some people, when their immune system is triggered with scabies, it just won't switch off. For some reason, it's just continuously making you feel itchy. Then you think you still have scabies when you don't. You keep using the treatment and then you have an eczema and juice. Now, you mentioned uh, the topical treatment. Mm -hmm. um, That's uh, permethrin. Yeah. What about oral therapies? I remember... Ivermectin. We were talking about it during the pandemic. It didn't work. It didn't work for COVID, full stop. it didn't. Ivermectin has been around for a a very long time. In Ireland, the UK, we only prescribe topical treatments. And if you do that correctly in the way I've just explained to do it, it will get rid of the scabies. However, if we have crusted or Norwegian scabies or if it's prolonged treatment, you can be prescribed oral Ivermectin to to address it. But not if you're pregnant. Not if you're pregnant. But you can use a topical treatment if you're pregnant. Again, get down to your pharmacy and ask their advice. But make sure you get plenty of it. Make sure everyone in the household treats themselves, even if they don't have any symptoms, and do it seven days after. Uh, Finally, I mean, when you're scratching and you break the skin, is there a possibility you'll get another infection? Yes, and you can eventually develop sepsis if you're not careful. So if you have scratched all your skin, if you have a secondary induced eczema, if your skin is broken, then you can get bacterial or viral infection of your skin. And eventually, if that's not treated, it can lead to sepsis. So it's important... Don't sit at home feeling embarrassed and not want to go to your GP. Either ring your GP, talk to your pharmacist, get, give them the symptoms and ask their advice. And again, if you're not getting anywhere, get 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 an appointment with a consultant dermatologist, a hospital-based consultant dermatologist. Uh, scabies, uh, the problem is the bedding, clothes, we've tried everything. Also the schools, the schools don't announce when they have an outbreak. That's from a listener in Terman Fecken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you need to shave body hair? No, not necessarily, okay. but you need to be so meticulous with covering your entire body skin, especially down below, under your arms, on the soles of your feet. And in under, people wash their hands, Pat. Mm-hmm. So they do the treatment, then they wash their hands naturally and go to bed. But that's where the scabies lives. So you have to have the treatment on your hands and seven days apart. Uh, I got scabies in November and successfully got rid of them with the steroid cream. However, I've had a stinging feeling in my hands since using the cream. Steroid cream you wouldn't treat with scabies. So again, it's that scabies incognito that we're speaking about. So you're suppressing your own immune system. The scabies live in quite happily. The rash might go away, but they could still be there. Again, the diagnosis is key here. This could be eczema. So it's very important that you go to your GP and, and show, your, show your skin and get a proper diagnosis. Yeah. Celine Daly, Advanced Nurse Practitioner in Dermatology. Celine, thank you very much thank for you. joining us. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk.